Welcome to Have a Listen, the podcast. National Development Program, Cole Caulfield. One sec, one sec, one sec, one sec, one sec, one sec. Welcome to the show. It's your boy, Lewis. It's your boy, Gibby. And it's your boy, Vinny. What's going on, guys? What's going on? What's going on, boys and girls? I am coming to you live from the good old USA. US and A. I am here. I'm vaccinated and I'm living life like a normal human and it feels so good. Good stuff, okay, man. Okay. How, how stuff. y'all doing? <laughs> well, we sort of got out of lockdown, but we're still in lockdown, right, Gibby? Oh. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's kind of cooked. Oh yeah, like I know, I know exactly what you're talking about. The, the, the. <laughs> so uh, let me let me start by saying, uh, yeah, thank you guys for holding down the fort last week. You guys held it down without me, and I'm kind of a little salty because a lot of people loved the show. I should be happy that people still love the show, and you guys did a great job. But I'm a little salty. I'm I'm a little hurt. You know. Felt mm-hmm. like you, you guys don't need me, and I no am, no. I, I want to no. be needed. We need you. Okay. No, you know what it is. It's uh, now that the boys we can hold down the ship. We didn't have confidence, so now the true test is. I have not missed an episode, so you guys got to do an episode without me one day. Yeah, see if you guys can hold right, down yeah, the ship, that's right. or to see if we still can, you know, have that chemistry mm. and it, it still vibes, you know. That, mm-hmm. that you're right, but one thing I am happy about is that I did not shit on the Habs. You guys did. Yeah, it's cringeworthy, <laughs> man. It's it's, it's so, so reverse jinx, boys. It's the reverse and, jinx. Uh, again, I'd like to start here by saying Vinny and Gibby's uh, thoughts and their comments do not reflect my own. <laughs> like to start right there. <laughs> and I'm not I'm gonna lie, my water. I would, I would shit on the Habs too on that if I was on that show I had a lot of emotions I had a lot to say I was defeated I was ready to shit all over them too oh and uh, you, didn't watch uh, you guys the- saw yeah. Jackass like like uh, Steve-O in in the slingshot porta potty yeah you know? yeah <laughs> that's how much I was ready to shit on them <laughs> well if you recall last week I had crying Jordan behind me now I got crying dart man Dark, and dark man. And I'd love to dark say that. Guy. That's amazing. Dark guy. Dark, That's amazing. dark guy. <laughs> and where did that guy go? He has disappeared. He's a scout for some junior team. Oh, is he? Yeah. Yeah, some stupid shit. He's like, like uh, Caitlin, he's uh, Caitlin Golem. They, they probably know each other, right? <laughs> he's scouting friend cigarette, friend cigarettes. Of friend of the show. Um, shout out to her. <laughs> what the hell? So, boys, beating the leaves. We beat 
the leaves and we're gonna we're gonna talk about that but let's talk about the highs you just talk about how that 24 hours went Mm -hmm. after that victory just talk about that for now you don't have to get into the game just how did that 24 hours go post post game yeah post game of course or if you want to compare the two (laughs) from pre to post post malone uh no it went well i felt like it went well um i was obviously jacked up I ended up working. So my buddy John Lewis, you know John, my buddy John. Even, even uh, like you hear Gibby there, even he's so cool and calm. Even in a, a question about it's crazy. After we defeat the leaves, you, oh yeah, yeah, you know, went well. I like how you say it the right way. Leaves, boys. Here it is. We act like we've been here before. Okay, that's what okay. it is. Okay, all right. We've okay, been I here before. <laughs> we upset everybody. We're always up against the wall. We're always the underdogs. We've been here before. Cool as a cucumber. I'm good to go. That was my, that was our, and we all said it. That was our Stanley Cup. Yeah. Anything after this is just a fucking bonus. So yeah, yeah. It is what it is. I'm, I was, I was jacked up. I worked with my buddy, John Lewis. So you know how John is. He was, he was jacked the fuck up. Oh, for Um, sure. (laughs) Yeah. But no, I was, I was obviously jacked up, but, uh, yeah, the job's not done. We still, uh, we got the, we got the Winnipeg Jets, who I think are, yeah, no, job's not done. But Vinny, come you know on. what? How, I, how good I, was that day, bro? I I couldn't stop smiling, man. Like for fucking twenty four hours. I think in my sleep as well as I was sleeping, I was fucking smiling. Um, the next day was great. I went out in my like this actually exactly like this. Went grocery shopping. Yeah, yeah. People looked at me, gave me the evil eye, but I don't give a fuck. I was it happy. Matter. It's perfect. Yeah, and, and it's like what Gibby said. It's it, that was our Stanley Cup. We talked about it last week. Um, you know, that's all that really mattered to me was beating the Leafs because I don't think I still don't think the Habs are uh, a cup contending team uh you might disagree with me or not but now after what happened like last night I know we'll talk about it but what's happened with with Shifley and Evans now I care about this series yeah, yeah now yeah. now now I like I would have been okay if we would have lost and now I want to win we'll talk we'll talk about that yeah I'll, I'll be honest man that victory felt so good one of the best victories ever. It was just, I just literally would just randomly just start laughing. Anytime I walk around or just random laughs would pop into my head, just laughing at everybody who talked shit. It was so refreshing to listen to Toronto radio, Montreal radio, like where before I would just shut it off because these guys talk so much garbage. It was so beautiful to just hear these people in so much pain. Oh man, it was fantastic. I loved it. How about uh how about Tony Marinero fucking calling the golf courses in Toronto? <laughs> yeah, he, he, and and th- those are the times where with Tony, I, I like Tony. Like I know a lot of people give him, you know. I'm not but, a big fan of him. But he he's the kind of guy where like when the Habs are winning, he's the kind of guy you want you want to listen to. He he's did he, cool. didn't he troll Boston a few years ago? He oh, he's them trolled too. lots. I think who, who he's, he's a troll. Columbus was it? Columbus we played it was Columbus, right? No, who do we play? No. Yeah, who do we get kicked out? When by? or is it? No, it was it was Columbus? No, but it was Columbus. We were playing Columbus. It was to make the playoffs. It was a very important game, and he called like bars in Columbus to see if they even knew the game was happening. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and he also asked them if, if, if they know Sidney Crosby was playing tonight or whatever. You know what I mean? And they had no clue, right? Because they're not a hockey town. Where yeah. If you call mm-hmm. any bar in Montreal, they know what the hell is going on, right? He was just trying to make that point. But I think it's 
it's come on this is fitting and i've never felt so good to hear this song And and I, like I said, I think Habs fans, especially the Habs fans that I follow, you we we are classy, too classy. No, we're not. Give it to these guys. Let them have it. They they give it to us every chance they get. Let them have it. Give well, it to them. Don't I, stop. I I follow some good Leaf fans, so I didn't want to. I didn't want to rub it in. No, I find, be fair. Be fair. Okay. But don't be. You know. You know. I I had some fun with my fucking neighbor piece of shit. I let him have it, but you know, uh, like people, like you know, there's so many good people, like so many good Leaf fans, and I, I, I don't want to throw everybody under the same, like under the same, same umbrella, but man, it makes me happy to see these people finally shut up. It just, like, honestly speaking, like, no, no offense to our, our buddies at Hockey Dummies and stuff like that. I, I, I respect those guys, but I just. I've had enough with all this hysteria. It's not a matter of how many cups the Leafs are going to win. Or sorry, it's not a matter if the cup the, the Leafs are going to win a cup. It's, it's a matter of how many they're going to win. Stop. Stop. Win a fucking round, right? And I'm so happy Montreal was the one to actually do it. I'm happy yeah, you actually silenced them, right? <laughs> it's amazing. Who would have thunk it? Nobody gave us a chance. They thought we sucked. There's a quote with Austin Matthews where he said, yeah, you know, we didn't really get challenged that much. He hoped that in the playoffs they would yeah, get all challenged. Season. Those two guys got shut down again. The team that we assembled showed what they needed to show in the playoffs. Like we hoped. I hoped that that was going to happen. Carey Price, amazing. But well, we'll talk about that. Let's get into some, some news first and... We're gonna, we have a lot to speak about, so let, let's uh, get into some news. I didn't do too much since it's postseason edition. Let's get into it. Vincenzo, an Idaho man with multiple Guinness World Records for speedy juggling, added another title to his name by making 522 catches in one minute while standing on a Swiss ball. Holy mackerel. Okay, that... That yeah, that needs a winner, Ganya, right there. <laughs> that that is that is awesome. Okay. Winner, Ganya. Huh? Huh? Gibby, you know what that is, right? What? Uh, Swiss ball. <laughs> not what a fuck is not that? a ball of Swiss cheese. You know, it's those gym balls. You know the ones that. <laughs> what the fuck is that? You know those uh, gym balls, the ones that like. You lay on, you can do ab workouts and like the gigantic ones. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> Not the medicine ones, right? No, no, no. They're like the big ones. They're like real, they're like real, um, you know, the ones at the gym. They're bouncy. It's like a big bouncing ball, but they're, okay. they're used for working out. So he's standing on it. Okay. You understand? Yeah. It's like that's I can't, crazy core strength. Do you understand? Like, are you why are you explaining this to me? Like, I'm a fucking idiot. You seem like you don't know what it is. So I'm trying to break it down. <laughs> and you're not, and you're not <laughs> you're not really showing appreciation for how talented. What do you this want? Man you want him to do a fucking barrel roll for the guy? Yeah. A penguin <laughs> yeah. slide. I want you to do a penguin slide right down your hallway. 
<laughs> like, there you uh, go. Some hockey news. Buffalo will select first overall in July after winning the draft lottery. So another draft pick that is wasted that will go to Buffalo to die. Incredible. That's so sad. That, Unless like, who, they trade him. Who, Unless who, they trade the pick. Who is projected to, to go first overall? Do you know? I <clears throat> uh, believe his name's Owen Powers. I'm shite. Let me look it up. Owen Powers? But the fact that we didn't hear too much about who was going first overall, I, I, yeah, I don't it think... It means that... <laughs> it probably means... But there's yeah. a lot of junior leagues not going and stuff, right? So it's pandemic, right? Yeah, yeah. So not a lot of guys ripping it up. Can't remember his name. You gotta. This is a tough draft year too, because like a lot of these. Owen, yeah, Owen, Owen Power. Owen Power. Owen Power. Owen Power. Yeah, he's massive. He's six foot six, two hundred thirteen pounds. Oh yeah, big boy. See, I, those kind of guys scare me a little bit, man. No, he's he's good. He's a good yeah. skater. Yeah, he's a good skater. Yeah, he's mobile. Yeah. yeah. Huh? And then uh, Jack Hughes' brother's projected second. Another brother? Yeah. Oh, yeah? yeah. I don't know. Those Hughes, uh, Jack was... Another D-man. It's a D. I know it's a D-heavy uh, after this year. That's what she said. Those those Hughes brothers are not like the Stahl brothers, huh? Yeah. A little less talented, huh? <laughs> How about market manager Mike? When the Buffalo yeah, Sabres yeah. pick Owen Power, he will help them go Owen 82. But he spelled it Owen. Let's go. a boy. Um, so that means the Seattle Kraken, our boys, but that's going to have to hold off now. Uh, you know, <laughs> we might not uh, be a Kraken podcast after all. Um, <laughs> but they're, they're, they moved up to second, and the Anaheim Ducks uh, getting the third pick there. So yeah, that everything else was pretty much straightforward in terms so, of uh, how so Vinny, Vinny, your ducks. <laughs> My ducks are gonna win next year. <laughs> They're, They're shit out of luck. Year. They're shit out of luck. Those ducks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can't catch a break. <laughs> they could have used Corey Perry. Tell yeah, me. Seems like it, right? Yeah. Um, and then Minnesota Wild forward uh, Kirill Kiprasov, um, Carolina's uh, goaltender Alex Nedeljuk. And Jason Robertson of the Dallas Stars. Those are the nominees for um, the Calder Trophy. Okay. Fair so, enough. So, mm. yeah, for the rookie of the year, right? So, unfortunately, Josh Hosang will not win again. My boy, <laughs> but it's okay. We'll move on with that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's all we got for the news today. We got a lot to talk about, boys. So, song of the day today, dedicated to the Leafs, of course, and hopefully the Jets, and hopefully Mark Shifley for the rest of the series. Favorite Leaf fan right now. Play them this song. 
then he's fucking not dancing. Dark guy. Say bye to dark guy. <laughs> Dude, how many cigarettes do you think he smoked that night? Yeah, he probably, well, from what I heard, he, he quit. So oh, he, he started. He, he, yeah, he no longer smokes. He relapsed. Yeah, for that, sure. No, he definitely relapsed. 100%. It's probably smoking blunts too. Smoked a, smoked a carton. All right, let's, let's get into today's topics. Uh, but hey, as they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. Okay, boys. So, of course, we're going to start here. Toronto versus Montreal. The wrap-up. So, let's let's give the thoughts on the series. We know how you felt about the win. Let's, let, let's talk about the turning point of this series. Why, how, who, what, where, when, why, how. Did the Habs pull this off? What did you see from your eyes? Something that uh, I spoke about many times with you boys. Hopefully not on last week's podcast. I don't want to hear about anything you guys spoke about on last week's podcast. No, 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 no. That podcast is actually getting deleted from no, it's the not. directory. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's, um, dude, I said it from, from game two, three, and four. There was no pressure in the neutral zone from the Habs whatsoever. Um, I felt like, and I shit on Ducharme all the time, but Ducharme played a masterful game strategy he from did. game five to seven. Um, you saw the D jump up a little bit more, create a little bit more offense, even though I think they only had two points in the entire series. Um, Suzuki was a great, was a monster. Um, KK was a monster. Um, Mm -hmm. The so I will say one thing though, in Game Six, we we did get very lucky in the overtime. Uh, you saw the four D that Ducharme was fucking riding their coattails and Kulak and Gustafson. Yeah, they only played like seven minutes in the entire game, so it's, yeah. it was wild. Yeah, it was it was, it was, it was strange, wild. man. And we saw like Sherratt, Weber, uh, Petrie, and Edmondson. They all looked gassed and. I honestly thought Toronto was going to end it in game six. Thankfully, we got lucky. And uh, yeah, game seven came around. Lights out. Carey Price lights out. I mean, let's be real. Carey Price was an absolute monster the entire series as well. We said it from the beginning. Carey Price, there's a reason why we paid Carey Price $10.5 million. Can we, end the, can we end the narrative now that he's like over the hill? He's not worth the money. Do you think this finally stops that bullshit let, um, let me step in here and just say listen i just because he listen when he plays poorly he still is due for criticism okay that doesn't yeah, mean that he you know sure. like th that's all i'm trying to say and at the end of the day is we need him to earn that 10 million dollars and sometimes you know during the regular season he wasn't earning it and i understand this is where he he gets the big bucks but who knows maybe <laughs> we don't even make it if if Carey Price was in the net, maybe you know Jake Allen played a huge part in us getting to the promised land. But mm -hmm. yeah, like I said, he, he definitely earns he earned it now, and he's done it in the playoffs. His playoff performances have been really good. So when it, when we really need him, I think he's earned that. But still, hey, when he plays poorly, doesn't mean that we can't. Oh no, no, of course, that's not what I'm trying to say. It, I I just I just find the vitriol 
uh, against him during the regular season when he has like just look at the game that he played in Laval. He led yeah. in two goals. People sh like literally ripped him apart. Right. I remember being on Twitter that night. And then I'm saying, you think this guy's taking it seriously? Like he's just there. He's trying to get his freaking, you know, he's just trying to have a bit of fun and, and get back into the swing of things. Right. I, I'm with you. When he when he screws up, we say it. But there's one thing criticizing a player and there's another thing getting personal with a player. And I find with Carey Price, sometimes it goes to the personal side of it, which yeah. which which bothers me a little bit, right? Uh, you should not talk about his family. You should not be trolling Angela on her on her Instagram page. Uh, you know, yeah, he's that I agree with. He's eleven and zero in fucking game sevens. I mean, this guy is not. Special, he's yeah. he's outplayed every other player in that same salary bracket. Yeah, I've saw that stat too. That that is very impressive. Um, but so is that your guy? You think he's he's obviously the turning point, or is there you got something else in mind? Like no, I'm I, sort of sort of what like Gibby said too. I I I really was hard on Ducharme. I've lost um, some followers because of that because <laughs> I was hard on Ducharme. But um, listen, he coached a good a good game. Like game seven was coached really well. I didn't like the way he coached game six. I was I I'm with Gibby. He was he. They won despite him, because when when Galchenyuk made that mistake and there was that two on one, I was certain that Caulfield was going to shoot. He passed it to Suzuki. It was a beautiful play, and I think that saved Dom's ass. And I don't know what happened the next game, but he it seemed like he adjusted. Um, we started to see you know better utilization, better like managed minutes for the defensemen. Uh, it was a different Dominic Ducharme in Game Seven, and then last last night I find he coached a really good game as well. Matchups are great, uh, so I you know I got to give him credit. I was hard on him last week. I, I you know I've been saying nasty things about him, but he's been doing well. Yeah, yeah, no, you you guys all made a lot of great points, and yeah, I, I really do think that the Leafs slept on the Habs, man. They slept on them. They gave us a couple of those, a couple beatings, right? Couple, but you know, and even after those games, I hopped on a couple times in the playoff pricks and I said, Listen, that score line doesn't really represent that game. Like, really, it, it just it, sometimes it just broke loose, uh, broke loose at the end of the games, you know what I mean? And then they became deflated, but this team just didn't give up. And yeah, I think uh, the young centerman, it that was huge for them to step up because you got Deneau doing such a great job on Matthews. And you need those other two young guys. They're they're they were so important in that series because they like like they always say you win down the middle, right? And if those two guys didn't come up as big as they did, you're not winning that series. They were huge. Absolutely. Nick Suzuki has been just big from down the stretch into into this series. He he was always playing well, and Koka Niemi just man. If this is the kid we got, the kid who who shows up in the playoffs and shows up for big games. Sign me right up. That's what I want to see. And, yeah, I mean, it's, it's crazy. I, I didn't think we were going to pull it off in a million years. But, yeah, that game was risky by, by Dominic Ducharme. I didn't really like how he coached the series. But just down that stretch and the overtimes and the overtime, that yeah. one overtime, another, like, come on, man, we were just getting destroyed. And then one lucky break that. I feel like finally it's so – refreshing that it actually happens to the Habs that's happened against us so many times in the past where we dominate 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 and then they just come down the other end and 
score a freaking goal and it just it is so deflating and yeah it was just amazing amazing to see those sad faces on the Leafs bench time oh, yeah. after time both overtime goals and then game seven like game seven was just such a great performance by the Habs they they took the bull by the horns and they just spun them around in circles that whole it was a good road game it was an excellent road game fantastic like, yeah. that second period made me a little nervous and that long change you could see is tough in, in yeah. the second period and, and the Leafs when they get that cycle going that it becomes tough you know, you yeah. really notice that against the Leafs, like that long change. You don't really notice that too much against other teams, but them, you really do. Their, their cycle game is, is strong. But yeah, I mean, it's just amazing. And the turning point really, it's crazy because you can't, it's not like one game. Maybe the turning point is when the Leafs thought they had it in the bag going up 3-1. And then the, the Habs had their back against the wall and they said, no, 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 no. This well, ain't okay. happening. Not Carry this year. Yeah, Carey Price made some key saves though. Like I'm thinking, but he of was great the whole series. Like, yeah, no, but it, there were some shots, and you know, we're going in, and he stopped them. Like they, they were just amazing. So like even that two-one game, like that yeah. was a huge yeah. game. Imagine we don't pull that one off, right? So, yeah, yeah, crazy, 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 amazing. Um, let's go here now into our MVP. I guess we like choose one guy MVP of the series. You guys go first. Vinny? I'm going to go completely left field here. I'm going to say Philip Deneau. You motherfucker. That's not left field. That's not left field. No, because he's the... He was important. He Why was am I motherfucker? Why am I motherfucker? What did I do? Because that was my pick. Oh, well, you wanted you wanted me to go <laughs> yeah, first. I know, That's what happened. Because I didn't think you guys were going to pick him. Okay, continue. I, I mean, come on. He shut down. Like, you have to be a real idiot not to look at what that line has done, right? Shutting down Marner, shutting down Matthews. Like, he had one goal. Marner couldn't score. And to a point where his Instagram got flooded with, with ridiculous threats. Oh, yeah. Guy has to I mean, activate. <laughs> he had to deactivate. Oh, I love to see it. No, you know what? I, I feel bad. Like, when, when, when people start doing that kind of shit to players... That pisses me off. You're a fucking, you're a chowder head for doing that stuff. But man, like we crapped on Dano all year and he really came through in this playoff. Um, is he worth 5.5 million? Again, we'll have to talk about that. I'm, I'm still, I'm still on the fence. He's making it hard. He's but putting up a fight. I'll tell you that. He's not scoring goals, but he's preventing them. You know, he's winning faceoffs, and And that is just, in, in my opinion, just as important as scoring know those timely goals so yeah that knows my guy Lewis you want me to go first okay MVP I'm not gonna go Carey Price he he's always our MVP I'm gonna go with just Corey Perry I just felt like he market him. manager Mike just said that too yeah Corey Perry he just brought so much he is that tough run. He is playoffs. Like when you think of a playoff player, the guy you want for the playoffs. I love those kind of players. Like the the Mike's what, what's the guy? Mike um the guy Mr. Game Seven? Who was it? Mike Mike Richards? No, Mr. Game Seven, man. He played for Washington. Uh come on. Market manager Mike, you know this. <laughs> Mr. Game Seven. About, you're talking about Justin Williams? Justin Williams, there you go. Like, you know, like, even though he's not, like, a rough rugged, but, like, you know, kind of those guys, like, those guys built for the playoffs, right? Yeah. Corey Perry was just that guy. 
He was just amazing. He did everything. He was rough, rugged, got under people's skin, scored some big goals. He, he to me, was just a guy you needed. He was a difference for me on this team. I agree. Gib Chenzel? Um, I'm going to go with uh, our MVP was probably Cole Caulfield. Really? Oh, actually, Whoa. I was going to go with Gustafson because when Gustafson came in the lineup, the team was <laughs> running the team. <laughs> so I'm going to say Caulfield simply because when Caulfield came into the lineup, I felt like that was the turning point of this series. That's a good point. Um, yeah, he didn't. But then uh, that should have been turning points, not uh, most valuable player. Okay, man. <laughs> uh, well, he had the most value. Okay, fine. Then I'll pick KK. I'll pick KK. <laughs> I, Actually, I still you know who him. I'm going to pick. KK was so, great. KK is a great choice. I'll pick Edmondson. Edmondson had a really good series. I feel like Edmondson's been M- Okay, but, but he's no, not no. MVP. I was going to choose unsung heroes next if you want to roll right Okay, fine. Because you just guys take, are just taking everything. I'm taking no, KK then. Okay, KK, Fucking but KK, unsung yeah. hero. Just take Dano. You were going to take Dano. Take him in. It doesn't matter if I took him. Yeah, you guys both can suck. Yeah, cock. doesn't matter. Just yeah, we could share. That's no, it. I don't. While he's holding the pizza, that cock's mine. <laughs> I am a one cock man. Um, no, I'm gonna go with KK. Obviously, he had a monster series. KK. Okay. KK. KK. Okay. KK. 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 Okay. Okay. All right. Let's go. Unsung heroes. Since you kind of mentioned one, just go right into it. Go ahead, Gibby. So we don't steal your guys. Joel Edmondson. That's my guy. Gibby's that friend. You go out to the bar and he's like, <laughs> you know, and, you, and you're flirting with a guy and uh, you steal his guys from him. No, nobody steals anything from me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, Yoel Edmondson, go. Joel Edmondson. I Yo, feel like oh, he- sorry. One sec before you go. Yesterday was the best. Like, <laughs> these people are so clueless on the freaking sports net TSN. They're like, okay, uh, we're bringing you to Yoel Armia. And it's... <laughs> Joel, yeah, Joel. I was like, <laughs> what the fuck is this? And, I, and I'm looking too, right? I'm like, is that Armia? Like, he looks a little different, man. Yeah, Canada's national network. Fuck, man. Uh, go uh, ahead. Back to back to you, Gibby. Joel Edmondson. I feel like he's been our most consistent D man the entire year. And fuck all you fucking advanced analytic bullshit motherfuckers because. How's that working out for you guys? Yeah. <laughs> it, dude, advanced, advanced, they're analytics, done advanced analytics do show some things, but it doesn't. There's a lot of intangibles in hockey that you cannot measure on stats. Of course. Edmondson is one of those. And Sherratt was another guy before as well. Like a lot of people were shitting on the stats when we signed him, advanced stats, and he fared well. And that's what it is. And he was big too this year. He was big. Yeah, the, and I still think he takes. I, th- I still think he takes a little bit of stupid penalties, and he needs to fucking tone it down. But it is what it is. He's still good. We look good. Yeah, uh, Vincenzo for your unsung hero. Okay, so you, I think someone mentioned him for MVP, but I I love Corey Perry. I love what he brought to the team. Yes, he scored a couple of goals, but it's it's not just that his presence in front of the net. I mean, going into the hard areas. Um. And, and getting your face planted, basically, that's what you're asking for. You're asking for someone to come and crack your teeth. And he does it all the time. He doesn't care. You know, he's there. He's getting, he's getting into the dirty areas. 
And he's an older guy. And you know what? We we've we've crapped a little bit on the older guys a little bit, but this guy, man, he just knows how to settle the game down when the puck is on his stick. And he just goes into and, and makes the right play. I seldom see him make a bad play. Yeah. Seldom, seldom see it. It's sort of like Shea Weber. Like Shea Weber is the type of defenseman where you know he's not going to be flashy. He's gonna he's gonna he's the type of guy who's gonna you know bounce, make the easy play, bounce the puck off the off the boards to get it out. Right? Corey Perry is the same way. He's not he's not flashy. He's just he does he does what he needs to do to make sure that you know he, he's he's involved in the game. And I hard think knows, without hard knows, man. without him, man, I, you don't have a you don't win against Toronto. Yeah. That is for sure. I, I think you remove one person from this lineup and you don't win against Toronto. That's how much of a team game this is. Because it's yeah. hard to say, whole, you know, who's your MVP and who's your this and who's your that. All those guys. They're, they're, it yeah. reminds me a lot about the, of the 93 team. Yeah, we don't uh, have and, like a shining star. We're just we like, don't. We're just a whole constellation. Ooh. Ooh. That was terrible. Ooh. That was uh, fucking horrendous. Yeah. That was pretty good. Come on, man. Hey, four games for Shifley. Apparently, uh, that's what. Yeah, the, uh, four what... game, four Beautiful. games. Suspension. We're, we're gonna, we're gonna. Well, okay, we're gonna talk about it, but uh, let's, no, let's, uh, let's talk about it right now, right? Might as well. No, breaking news, but let's, let's continue. <laughs> uh, Fuck. So for, for once, me, news breaks when we're live. For <laughs> and me, the guy's just like, no, we'll just. Yeah, fuck oh, we, we're gonna get into it. Fuck it, just keep. We going. know it's four games. We. You know, the news was spoken about. For me, the unsung hero, and this is like very important, Alexander Romanov for keeping the lint off of Mark Bergevin's fresh suits. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's in the press box. Somebody's got to keep those suits fresh. Bring out the steam press. It was between him and Gustafson because he's amazing. No? Uh... Well, he's he, <laughs> you guys. You guys are distracted, but that's good. Four games is good. A fucking unsung hero is fucking Romanov. Come on, smart enough. No, I'm just, it was a joke, man. Obviously, it's a joke. He's not an unsung hero. No, for me, I'm gonna say Paul Byron. Maybe I thought he was good. He he played really good all series. He was just under the radar. Um. Jake Evans is another guy I think who, who could be there too who, for stepping into that top line. But Paul Byron and that just that goal that he scored in game one, that game is so important. Like we needed that game because, you know, think obviously you need four games to win. So simple math here, boys. But uh, yeah. just Paul Byron, I just feel like he – and another guy who was on waivers all season, another guy who you think like is not that important but really proves time and time again how – important he really is to the team and he's just a guy who goes under the radar does so much for the whole team like not just like not just with his play but leadership that guy's a leader and he speaks french so that's me 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 and who was your biggest disappointment here boys if you got to choose one i i know right now we're happy for the whole team but there's got to be one guy who's disappointed you a little bit hmm hmm uh, probably Thomas Tatar. Tuna man. I felt like uh, he played himself out of the lineup. Didn't play that well. It's pretty much a ghost the entire series. And there's a reason why Vegas had him healthy scratched in the playoffs when he was on their team. Thomas the Tuna Tatar was my disappointment. But it was okay because I enjoyed seeing Jake Evans play 
on the first yeah, line. He did. He did great. Yeah. Um, yeah. Vinny, you got a bust or yeah, not, and, a, and bust, not, not a, a bust. Uh, disappointed so far with and with with Anderson. I think. That's I think. One. Yeah, I think he could have. I don't know if he's injured. Like that. That's the thing is, I feel bad to criticize a player's play because it's it's uncharacteristic of him. Like he doesn't yeah. miss shots that he's that he's missing. I think he missed an open net um, in Game Seven, and he would not miss that in the regular season. So, I I I hope that whatever Zalenum gets better, if if that is the case, uh, and if it's just that he's going through you know a rough stretch, hope he gets it back. You know because he's an important player. He's the power forward you need. He's your he's your John Leclerc. If you yeah. go back to the if you want to contrast your 1993 team, oh, Vinny's he's, going hard with that comparison. Yeah. Let's go, Vinny. And the you overtime know, wins, you know, the lot of overtime yeah, wins and that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's a little. I don't want to. I don't want to talk prematurely, but it, that that portion of it, the overtime wins, uh, the the type of fact, the, the fact of the matter is that the only name that we have on this team right now is your goalie, which basically is what happened in the ninety three uh, series. Um, and it's a team game. You're playing a team game, and it's, uh, you know, it's. I hate pointing a finger at Anderson or anybody and saying, "Well, you're having a lousy, a lousy, uh, you know, you're you're a disappointment." Because right now things are going well, so. But that's yeah. my that's my that's my. No, guy, you got to choose one. I'm just saying, just yeah. a little bit disappointed, and and I like that. I was gonna choose him too, and I'm gonna go with Josh Anderson just because, like, listen, just I think it's just the score sheet, points wise, but I think like out there, like he's, he's finishing his checks. I don't think he's playing poorly. Like, you know what I mean? We just want him to elevate, but he's playing his role. He's being physical. Um, he's being a leader. Um, I think he's doing a lot of good things on the ice. It's just, we expect more of production, more production from him. I think that's the only thing that disappointed me. He seemed like a guy who was just going to get, and especially when you see him score that first goal and the season that he had, but he plays his role. Yeah, And believe me, you look, you look both ways when you know he's on the ice, pal. He, he, he's a freight train coming at you. He finishes his checks. He's a big, strong man. Sexy man, too. And uh, Great hair. Great hair. Great chin. Great hair, though. Nice guy. Super. <laughs> but, yeah, he, he's definitely the guy I would choose. Um, Moving in. Moving on. Um, So, <laughs> obviously, we get off out of the first round. Not a lot of people expected it. There was a lot of talk about what's going to happen with this team if we did get our asses kicked, um, just squeaking into the playoffs, and if we just, you know, laid an egg. Is this enough to secure the jobs of Mark Bergevin and Dominic Ducharme? Can that wipe off the interim tag off of Dominic Ducharme's name? And does this buy some time for Mark Bergevin in the general manager's role? What do you think? Um, so I think Mark Bergevin's job is secure. Um, in terms of Ducharme, fuck, maybe he, maybe he showed that he has a little bit of fight in him. He's willing to make the adjustments. Uh, I, I he could, he really surprised me in games five, six, and seven. The fact that he was able to adjust, like literally it was right out there that, uh, the neutral zone wasn't being there wasn't enough pressure in the neutral zone and then they adjusted the offense a little bit like it was a good uh good coaching adjustment um i don't know if it's enough if he can secure his job 
we'll see. Um, I think he does. I think what would happen, what I'm in favor of happening would be possibly Joel Bouchard becoming an assistant coach to him, giving him another option to, because uh, Bouchard's a good hockey mind. So obviously listening to him wouldn't be a bad thing. I don't know if it would happen, but yeah, I think I think Ducharme may get another crack based based off of uh, upsetting everybody. Bouchard, really coming in on his assistant? It's not Possibly. a poor take. It's not a poor take. That's like eating a freaking T-bone steak with a sirloin. How? <laughs> you're going from like, you're you going from you the AHL <laughs> coaching to NHL. But you, like, you know, Bouchard is like. I think he's just meant to be the man. Like, you know, I can't see him being an assistant to. Well, he's a free agent. He's a free agent coming up. His contract's yeah. done. True. But so, they'll sign him. They'll get it done. So if he wants to. They'll make it happen. Um, Vincenzo? Uh, I think whatever. What do you think? Are you going to walk it back? Are you going to walk it back? Are you going to give Ducharme his flowers finally? I gave him his flowers already. What do you want me to do? Fucking kiss his ass. ass? That was a cheap ass grocery store bouquet, buddy. I want <laughs> I want the premium. Nah, nah. I'm gonna be honest. If, I want the forty seven dollar bouquet, not the fucking twelve dollar yeah. one. Buddy. Yeah, not the twelve. Not it. Not it. Not if you. Not if you wear those fucking suits. No way. It's not gonna. <laughs> I have better taste, my man. Um, I I think I I think it it um it brought a lot of people to realize that he's he's a. He's a he's a better coach than what he displayed in the regular season. Is it enough to save his job? If he takes the team to the third round, yes, you know. But one you know one round against the Maple Leafs, I don't know. Gibby, I, I, sorry, Gibby, you said he had to win the cup to keep his job. You still stand behind that? <laughs> um, obviously that was that was a troll. <laughs> obviously, um. Hey man, if he, you know what, I'm okay with it. <laughs> I'm okay with I, what? <laughs> with him keeping his job. I just think he needs to. Uh, there's certain things he needs to fucking get over. I think he needs to limit Dano's minutes and have a little bit more trust. I, I think the playoffs should show that he should have a little bit more trust in the younger guys. But he's been showing, yeah, but he's been showing that actually in the last the last two games. I, I think that's he's, what I'm saying. I'm saying yeah. the playoffs has. Yeah. Hopefully, has shown him that uh, he needs to trust the young kids more. Yeah, but they're also earning their ice time, right? I mean, they're playing well. They're playing two hundred feet games. I mean, uh, KK, shit, he's he's a, he's a he's a bona fide center now. Like he's no he's no longer in my mind. Like he's gonna be a great player. He is a good player. He is a great player. And, and then and Suzuki, 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 I, I think is. I mean, I, I literally had to change my shorts after last night's goal. I was like, holy shit. That was, that was like, yeah. it was like, it's like he just, it was the matrix. He just, he just stopped time and it was like, uh, just tucked it in. Um, it's, not a fluke. it's not a fluke for Suzuki. No. Because not only did, has he, did he perform in the bubble, not only did he perform in junior, not only did he perform down the stretch, but he's again performing in the playoffs. Yeah. That to me is proving yourself as a centerman. KK still needs a little more consistency, but he is young. He is very young. And I think people are starting to realize that now. And I'm happy, you know, putting him to the wing didn't destroy him like everybody thought it would. Yeah. As far as... I think it was just... It was the PTSD for Galchenyuk. Yeah. I think that's what it was. 
I was so happy he was in the coughed up the puck though when uh, when Suzuki scored the overtime <laughs> win. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Ber- as far as Bergie, look, I mean, if they get to their third round, he's not fired. There's, there's no way. Uh, I, I, not, even if they lose the second round, I don't think he's fired. I don't think he's fired yet. I don't think he would ever. I don't, I don't think he was going to get fired, to be honest. But if they, we did, all thought, yeah, we all thought he, uh, he needed to smarten up a little bit. But all the trades are looking like they're decent, fucking right? Rights. Like you fucking look at Stall right now, like. Yeah, hey, hey, give uh, give Mike uh, market manager Mike his uh, his props, flowers. and his flowers. and not, actually, not the cheap I, ones either. I actually owe an apology because I came on this podcast and <laughs> shit on Eric Stahl. I said he stinks. I said throw his ass in the trash. Your ass is grass, sea bass. Yeah, <laughs> sea bass. Um, but yeah, I apologize, Eric Stahl. Trick man, he he showed up when we needed him to show up. Looks like a veteran. I don't know if he was saving his legs for the playoffs or something, like limping down the stretch there. And like, what do these guys do in the playoffs? Do they take cortisone shots? And like, you know, is it only allowed in the playoffs? Is that the difference? I don't know, but something's going yeah. on. Mm. No. Check his piss. That's what I gotta say. Check check his piss. Check his piss. Because <laughs> I don't trust it. I don't trust it. Jesus fuck. But uh, no, props to him. He's been great. He's been great. I, we needed that center depth. So props to the guy. And one last question before we move on. DD, right? We can call Dominic Ducharme DD, but who's the better DD? David DeHarnay or Dominic Ducharme Vinny? Oh, man. It's <laughs> 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 a toughie. You know, that's like asking me if I like fucking pepperoni or hot dogs, which one is better? Fuck, I, I don't know. You know, I honestly like, fuck, what a hard question. I, I'm going to say right now, I'm eating crow. God damn it. I always eat crow. I hate it. I hate it. Fuck. But I have to say Ducharme is probably the better DD because look, you got to give the guy credit. I fuck. I hate it. I hate it when I'm fucking wrong. I fucking hate it. But it's true. I was wrong about this coach. He's proven the last two games that he could adjust. And I don't want Dernay anywhere close. I don't even want to remember that era, dude. Okay? So I don't I don't even want to remember Dernay and fucking Pacioretty playing together. It was a horrible time in Habs history. So I'll give it to DD. I'll eat some more crow. God's sakes. My favorite DD was uh, my ex-girlfriend designated driver. She didn't drink. It's the only thing she was good for. <laughs> That's my favorite DD. Fucking, <laughs> fucking this guy's guy. a fucking idiot. I thought he was going to talk about boobs. Um, moving on here. Game one versus the Jets. What's your review on the game, boys? Um, then we'll give was, our thoughts on the hit and the suspension, but the game. We'll do breaking news, but semi-breaking news. Um, yeah, I thought the, the game was good. Um. I enjoyed it. I thought so. I was I was kind of hesitant to see what Habs team and what Jets team we were gonna get. It was it was gonna go either way. Either the Jets rest was gonna be good for them and they were gonna come out flying, or the Jets were gonna be a little bit too relaxed and not come out flying. And then we also get a Habs team that just finished a seven game series. Could they be tired or could they continue their their uh their flow and keep going after game seven a day uh, a 
two days later and we ended up getting the ladder. We got uh, a well, a, a good team in the Habs. They were fast. They were there. They were performing well. And then we had uh, the Jets that came out a little bit flat. They had a couple injuries. Statsny was out. So that's a big loss. We They also had DeMello go out pretty early. Yeah. That's a rough loss because he's a really yeah. good player as well. Um, but yeah, I thought the Habs overall played well. And the, the scary part is, is that Carey Price didn't have exactly a very strong game yesterday. Um, but yeah, not still not, came out with a, a win. Maybe a couple, couple iffies, but yeah, but we I still, still thought we still, he made some, still he made some big No, of course. He was he wasn't Carey Price of last series, right? He had an okay no. game, but it was it was it was it was crazy. Yeah, and like uh like Jenny just said, Jets had some rust on them for sure. And yeah. I'm just glad that there was rust. Hopefully, uh, the rust can't be uh, healed. What are you? What are you, Craig Simpson? Hopefully, that WD40 is expired and that rust don't stay. Why? What's wrong with Craig Simpson? What happened? No, he, he kept on mentioning that like nonstop. Like I, I hate, actually, I hate the commentary. Go to NBC, boys. I did. I, I watched NBC afterwards. What okay? the hell? But, I couldn't. I couldn't find it on the box. What? Yeah, what I box? have it. What box? The Android box. You have an Android box. I have no. I don't use NBC. that. I don't use that. Oh, that's right. You don't use it no more. Vinny, have, you got to send me the channel. No, but I have NHL Live with Rogers, so I was able to watch it on NBC. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I use the I use the Android box now because I'm in the USA. Hey. Yes. So I and believe it or not, I appreciate you know uh, off topic, but I appreciate Dominic Moore's um, commentary. I find they're more balanced than the actual Canadian media. You know, it's it's ridiculous. Ex, um, ex Montreal Canadian Dominic Moore. Yes, an ex Maple Leaf. Okay, uh, beauty. Yeah. So yeah, so can, yeah. Can I interrupt you guys real quick? Sure. I sure, don't listen. like this narrative of how Sportsnet is so biased and this and that. Uh, of course you, bro. Don't. Of course you don't. But no, what do you guys expect? Okay, there are why Toronto. Do you, no, there are. Toronto. They almost get... cried when the when the Habs won. Bro, there was tears in their eyes. Don't, don't what do you guys that. expect? What no, do you guys no, expect? What, what I Sportsnet ex- is an... Toronto based. Hold on, I'm not done. It's Toronto based. It they're yeah, owned exactly. by Rogers, who is MLSC is who who MLSC is owned by as well. It's like, what do you guys expect? That's why I'm just I don't I don't care. It doesn't bother me. I I like to be honest. I do exactly what I do with a man, and when a man is talking to me, I tune out the commentary and I just watch the game. Hey, just like Amanda, know, like, Amanda won't be talking to me. I'm like, yeah, for sure. When we first came into the podcast, I didn't know if that was the Jordan face or if that was Jeff O'Neill because he looked like he was gonna cry when the Habs fucking beat the Leafs. Dude, I'm all sorry. those guys like they're gonna cry. It's been years. Like fucking CBC was like that too. When CBC had had uh, had the national uh, streams, the national streams, the national yeah. games. It's the same shit all the time. Who owns CBC? Okay, I, I bet. I bet you who. <laughs> when they were I owned by you. the, you know what I'm talking about. Okay, it's bullshit. They're a national fucking. They have. To, they have to be fair. Okay, and it's funny that a feed coming from America, from USA, good old USA, where Lewis is sitting in his butt right now. Um, they're they're actually looking at it unbiasedly. Yeah, that's like the it. way you got to do it. And believe me, soon there's going to be coverage of freaking Austin Matthews getting a birdie or freaking hitting a hole in one. That's going to take over Habs coverage. That's how much they suck the Leafs off. Bro, there's going to be a, there was going to be a circle jerk when they went up three to one. Like you expect, you said what? A what? Hundo, hundo, hundo. Okay. So Beth says she doesn't think it's absurd to absurd to want an unbiased commentary. I'm not saying that it's absurd or anything. I just he doesn't think it's biased. 
No, it's not that I don't think it's biased. Obviously, it's, it's biased. It's, yeah. But it's, I mean, what do you guys really expect? It's like it, they're owned by Rogers. Rogers owns MLSE. Like, it's pathetic, obviously. But like I, like but I said, no, I just there's no standards anymore. At there's least, no standards? at least, listen, I'll give them one. Thing. I just, I'm not just as bad as as uh, Boston. Oh my <laughs> goodness. <laughs> yeah, but Boston. <laughs> ja- yeah, but Jack Edwards is. They're a Boston Bruins feed, basically. No, but they're like MSN, whatever. Yeah, but Boston, right? From Massachusetts. But they're like, yeah, but they're like, they're incapable of having, like whenever Boston is playing, they're incapable of having like a fair commentary. It's like like RDS. Like RDS is very slanted towards the Habs. That's that's okay because it's a a Habs, uh, it's a Habs broadcast. I don't don't understand, so I can't speak about it. Yeah, yeah, it's TSN though. It's a TSN owned. The subtitles seem fine, so I'm just letting you know. When I read Hello, it out, doesn't, it doesn't sound biased to me when I read out the subtitles in English, the translation. So Jeff O'Neill's tears are so tasty. That's all I got to say, man. No, but I find like that we as the Habs media and Habs, uh, com- well, not commentary. I won't speak on that, but like media especially, I find like they're more like Habs fans, where like they'll criticize the team when the team is doing poorly, we're like the Leafs. Like if you listen to Leafs radio, these guys, all they do is talk good about the Leafs. It's like they're incapable of having a fair assessment. And that's why they're all, all eating crow and crying right now because of how much they thought the Leafs were this great team, but they don't realize that they're just bedwetters. Just like John Tavares when he was a kid, <laughs> they're all bedwetters. I, I, I know just like they're talking about, you know, what went wrong with the Leafs. Why don't you give credit? Credit to Dano and his line that stopped fucking Matthews and Marner from scoring. Those guys, you don't want them? We'll take them. The narrative I'll, continues, though. Because it, it's Carey Price. You guys are nothing without Carey Price. But it's so funny. Family, it's dude. so funny that those same people a few months ago were saying Carey Price stinks. Carey Price is done. They don't even have him on Team Canada. Like, you know what I mean? They were, like, putting lineups out there where Carey Price is not even on Team Canada on the roster. Freaking Carey Price stinks. This, that, and the other. He's done. Oh, but now you guys are nothing without Carey Price. That's how much these guys go back and forth, man. They flip and flop like pancakes in the morning, pal. And that's just the way it is. That's Leaf fans. Things will never be the same. All right. (laughs) Let's talk about, uh, you know, that terrible, terrible incident which ruins such a great road game and such a great opening game to round two of the playoffs. Mark Shifley's hit on Jake Evans. Gibby, break it down. What'd you see? I saw a a player that is... I saw a player make a very, very poor choice. A very, very poor choice. Um... There's a couple narratives going around that I don't really like. One being he skated 200 feet to hit him. I mean, no, he did not. He skated 200. He skated about 100 and 185 feet to back check, and then the 15 feet he made a poor choice. Um, he decided to finish his check on Jake Evans um, at the hash marks. I felt like he could have slowed up. He could have possibly use his stick instead of taking the body. Um, I, I saw a lot of a lot of just caveman mentality in uh, in a lot of former players and a lot of these former players were 
of the old rugged crash and bang hockey. Um, like you see Mike Commodore, you see, who was it? Uh, fucking Sean Avery of all fucking people. Oh that's yeah. The, that's the guy we really want to hear. That's about. like, that's like yeah. asking a fucking drunk driver about fucking uh, driving safety. Fuck. Like seriously. <laughs> yeah. Like it's so stupid, man. It's, 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 I hate the caveman pe- mentality of, Oh, his head was down. Light him up. No. He was fucking doing a wraparound. What do you want him to have his head up? Fuck, he's fucking wants to no, score. Okay, but it's not the point. That's not my point. Like, my but point they're is, fucking if morons. Head, if his head was up or not, it's the <laughs> fact is they need to change the game in the sense of if his head's down, he's in a vulnerable position. If you really give a fuck about your, your teammates, if you really give a fuck about other players in the game, you won't make that poor decision in hitting somebody like that. Um, I mean, con- concussions are so iffy and so tough. Um, I've had a few, obviously, you can tell by the way I talk. <laughs> um, no, but <laughs> no, but um, Jake Evans had has had a few pretty bad concussions already. Um, and this one, you saw it from fucking right from the jump. He got hit. He was out cold already before he even hit the ice. Yeah, that's that was um, scary, 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 scary shit. I, I, I just, I really, I really did not like it. I didn't like the, the class that some people have on Twitter. Like, oh my god, or the lack of saying the lack thereof. Yeah, the the terrible class that they have is like saying that fucking oh, this is karma for Tavares getting hurt, like. Are you guys kidding me? Like, are you kidding me? There was a player that made a fucking horrendous, horrendous choice to hit somebody. On his fucking birthday. Perry was a freak accident. Okay? And I will say this. There, there's another narrative that was going around from Habs fans that I really didn't like. It was, um, oh, uh, Shifley's on drugs or he's... He yeah, wasn't yeah. there or whatever. And he it was just like looked rattled. Like <laughs> Yeah, he just he was he was he was agitated the entire game. Like, don't don't be fucking talking about like oh like a potential addiction to drugs and stuff like that. That's just a poor narrative to have. Like the kid he made dies. a poor choice. He he's he's not like he's not a fucking dirty player. He's it was a terrible, terrible fucking hit. A dirty hit shouldn't have happened. Um he was angry all game though. He was angry. Yeah, he was agitated. The but entire it, does, game. it doesn't mean the guy was on drugs, right? No, so, I mean, and, and he took a double shot of the cortisone. I told you, man, these guys, these guys <laughs> are taking something for the game. Yeah. And so for the thing, the thing for me that I that I really didn't like also was some people were like, I didn't like like the people saying, like, oh, he shouldn't have wrapped around and scored. He's going for a fucking goal, you idiots. He's yeah, trying like, to ice the game. It's a one be, goal game. It's not like you said that. Yeah, it's not like it's a four-goal game. Like, the Habs are up by four. It's a one-goal game. There's still a minute left. Anything can happen within that minute. We've seen hockey. Hockey works in mysterious ways. So, I'm not trying... Like, who Like who does that? Like, oh, they shouldn't have... They shouldn't have... Uh, no, he said Justin... Will, oh, kill time. Justin, kill uh, time behind the net. He should have just killed the clock. Yeah, Commodore. Yeah, says, Commodore. Sign, he signed it to... Fucking skate it to the corner. Are you stupid? There's like 40 seconds left, you idiot. There was 54 <laughs> seconds left when he scored. Okay. Yeah, like a lot can happen in 54 seconds. A like, lot. Like, use your fucking brains. Like he he like good good on Matt on Evans for not shying away. He knows he's gonna take a hit, but I just feel like the game needs to change and there needs to be like 
he slows up with the hash mark. He's he sees like there's no there's no way that he's not gonna stop him. He just lights him up. It's a poor choice. That can't happen. That can't happen. That play cannot happen. He doesn't use your stick to to save a goal. You use your stick. Well, see, that's where I disagree with Gibby. And I don't think he knew he had the choice. He had the choice to stop him with a stick. We we saw the 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 pictures, the stills. I mean, he wasn't far. He could have reached out out and stopped the goal. Instead, what did he do? He went up with with, with his with his elbow and he freaking nailed him in the face. That's what and he, he did. left his feet. Some people say he didn't leave his feet. He left his feet, bro. No, he didn't. He I didn't, didn't leave that. his feet. So, okay, when you're skating or when you're like you're 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 throwing your body out, you're obviously going to be a little off balance. The impact of hitting another player, you're you're gonna lift up. Like he didn't. It's not like he jumped and and did it before the initial contact. Yeah, when he made that's... the contact and then after left his feet, there's a difference. That's all I'm saying. But what are you supposed to do? Like leaving your feet, you don't jump first and then hit the guy after, right? Like, no, but you can't prevent yourself from leaving your feet once you make contact. Yeah, but like you're just, going at a fast it's just speed. The speed. Right? It's the speed, and yeah, you're pushing up, and you don't realize that you're you're hitting them with what an elbow, right? So when you're pushing yeah. off your skates, yeah, you're gonna elevate. Mm. But still, you're elevating. You're coming fast. That play cannot happen, man. That no. is that, and I'm not gonna say it's a dirty play. But it's a fucking dangerous play. It's just unnecessary. You know what I mean? Like it's just it was a it was a very very poor decision from a dirty player. I like I always liked Shifley as a player. Of so course, do I. now you know. They, listen, anybody on the other team becomes the enemy. Um, he was frustrated, and you could tell. Yeah, he, he did not know that that's what was going to happen. He thought it was just going to end up being a big hit after a goal. You can't really. Yeah, if you look at the shot, if you look at the shot after, uh, oh, he shocked. Yeah. He was shocked. Like he, he didn't realize that was going to happen. And shout out to uh, to Ehlers that actually. Yes. Yes. I know, was just about to say that protecting fucking yeah. Evans. Yeah, that was that was and the ref as well. Move. Classy, classy move. Um. Yeah. Yeah, like it's crazy. I think it, I think four games is a good suspension. Um, I'd like to see him gone for the series. That would really, really. Um, set the tone, you know what I mean, and really send a message. But it is a playoffs. He is an important player, and if you're gonna go by the rules, I I get it. I think four games is okay. I'd like to see more, but it's alright. And he's a first time offender too. So yeah, like, first time for- offender. He's not a dirty player. Just yeah. frustrated. It's easy for guys to get frustrated and do a, do something stupid. And I don't really think he meant to, you know, light him up like that. He he definitely knew like, hey man, he chose. He, he made a decision to not go for the puck and hit him. He just didn't know that the hit was going to cause like that kind of damage. That's that's the the thing that so, we have here. So Renault he made Love, that decision. He did not try for puck at all. So what's shocking is Renault Lavoie just reported that uh, apparently a lot of people on Winnipeg like on the Winnipeg team when when um when the play happened, they were yelling at the Canadians bench and saying, "Well, Perry did the same thing to Tavares." That was that's what they were saying on the ice. Uh, don't 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 be don't be fucking that's, saying that. They, they, I, they I obviously they didn't they that. obviously didn't see the play. They obviously didn't see the Tavares play because that was look. I mean, and we all said it. We felt bad for the, the Tavares. And the guy who lit up Tavares was not freaking Perry. Perry just happened to be skating by. The guy who went to hit him was Sherrod. Sherrod, right? yeah. But so, that's what they, that that was the narrative on the ice. That's what got them so pissed off. 
So that's that's pretty crazy, man. Like to, yeah. even some of the Winnipeg players, I, maybe they'd want to mulligan on that. Maybe maybe now after watching it, they come back and see something different. But that's that's pretty ludicrous. So Joel Edmondson's, what did you guys think about his comments saying like you know if, if he if he comes back in, we're gonna make his life miserable. A lot of people think that that was stupid. He shouldn't have said that. But I don't think that I think it's that's perfectly malicious. said. Yeah, I, don't I think, think it's perfectly read at all. He, he, he said it perfectly. He didn't say that they were going to hurt him. He didn't say that they were going to headhunt him. They said that they were going to make him miserable. Take that for how you ever, however you want it. They, he, didn't, he didn't come out and say directly that no. he wants to hurt him, that they want to hurt him. He's going to make, they're going to make him miserable. Yeah, whether it be pay extra attention. Yeah. Whether it be every so often, just a little hack of the stick to the ankle or whatever. You know what I mean? Like he wasn't very descriptive of what he meant by that. So it's it's all how you interpret it. Yeah, I loved it. I thought it was a good answer. Yeah, that was I was I was actually pretty happy about that. But then, again, then you see like, oh well, that's a threat. That's a threat. No, it's not. It's not a threat. That's not a threat. A threat is would be like if you would say like if we see him on the ice, we're gonna knock him in the fucking it's teeth. It's not a him. threat. It's a promise. fucking promise. <laughs> it's a promise. But um, no, I think like, and I actually commend him because. You don't see too many hockey players come out and have balls like that and actually say how they feel, where they're like so politically correct and like, well, you know, we're gonna let the like, you know, we're just gonna go out there and play our game. No, I'm happy that he actually said, no, you know, if this guy comes He's back pissed. in the series, we're gonna make, you know, we're gonna make his life miserable, and that's the right fucking answer. So I loved it. I think that's the way you gotta be. So I love personality. I loved seeing Weber. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. You still made was, He was. Hot. I loved seeing Weber. Weber was gonna kill everybody and everything. <laughs> Weber was acting like his child was just taken from him and he was just going nuts. He's oh, like, well, yeah. I'm going to fucking kill you all. And I loved it. I loved every yeah. second of it. I love seeing fired up Weber. We haven't seen a fired up Weber like that in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Last He's, time was when he fucking dummy JT Miller. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So, so you guys, how do you feel? You feel okay about this, this four game? I think it's fair. I think it's fair. He's he's not uh, he's not a repeat offender. It's just first first terrible hit. Like I said, it was just the way he fell too. Like oh man, it was it was scary. Like if it was just like that and he kind of fell straight down, maybe it wasn't as bad. But fuck man, the guy did like a fucking backflip. Yeah. So here here's the fuck. thing. So and I want to hear what you guys have to say about this. So if Shifley were to lean in and poke checked the puck, right? Mm -hmm. He's skating towards Evans still. I think there would have still There's been still a collision. collision. Yeah. There's still a collision, but you can see the attempt was for the puck. I think this wouldn't have been an issue. I think it would have been a freak accident. I wouldn't be as, I wouldn't be as upset because he made the choice to go for the puck. It would have just been a freak accident. I like. I still like. Believe it or not, like I still get what some people mean. Like do like making that wraparound is a risky play. Of course it, it is. is. Like you said, even if he goes for the poke, you guys are going to collide. So it is a risky play. Like you, you you might see some other guys make like, you know, stop behind the net and maybe go the other way. Like, you know what I mean? Like you see people or make a pass out. Like I've seen people do that because you know, like, holy shit, I see this guy coming. But yeah, Jake, Jake Evans just fucking said, fuck this. I'm going for the goal. So yeah, it, it in one way, I, I kind of see that narrative a little bit. But I'm sorry. You have to think of your peers. You got to think of the other players and think of yourself too. Like you could have really injured yourself there too. You know, so it was just a reckless. I think it's, I think it's risky on Evan's part, but I do think, I still think it's um, 
malicious on Shifley's part. Or, I, it's, or not it's, malicious. It's risky. Not malicious, it's, more um, unnecessary. Dangerous. Yeah, it's an unnecessary, dangerous play. And this is where I was, this is what I was talking about earlier, Lewis. It's, it's not up to the player that is it, like the player is not in the player puts himself in a vulnerable position. It's not up to the player to not put himself in a vulnerable position. It's about the player making the, the other player making him a choice. Yeah, recognize and, it. And I made an extreme point on Twitter. Okay. Yes, I'm talking hockey here. And yes, I am talking. I'm, I made a sexual assault reference. If a female puts <laughs> man, herself. Give me dogs walking the line, bro. This guy. And you know what? But whatever, man, I'm going to do it. I don't <laughs> care. Because like, you know what? At the end of the day, people need to fucking like people need to realize like <laughs> it is what it is, man. Like, what was the last time did you fucking. Oh, that was terrible. The Mete <laughs> thing. That was bad. <laughs> what did you bring up? Yeah. I don't want to talk about it anymore, man. <laughs> <laughs> but you always coming up when you're walking the line, pal. Yeah, I don't. But this one's relatable. Okay. If a woman puts herself in a vulnerable position okay it is not the woman's fault right she is sexually assaulted it is the person that does the sexual assault that is at fault i get i get what you mean and you don't you don't give the person that sexually assaults somebody a little slap on the wrist oh it was their first time sexually assaulting somebody no they made that choice you have to live by you have to live with that choice that you made and that's that's how I look at it. And yes, I like I said, it was extreme. Obviously, I'm comparing sexual assault to a hockey. Well, hit, it's a, it's a little bit of a false equivalency, but I, I'm sorry. <laughs> it is. But I, get the the day, I get what you're. I get what you're trying to do. I, I, get, I understand. It's the choice. That's what it's we the do at Have a Listen. Make. We make terrible comparisons. Whatever, man. That's that's how <laughs> I felt. I felt like it was a it was a poor choice. And moving forward, it has to be up to the players that are not in the vulnerable position to choose not to risk another player's health. That's how I, I look at it. I, I understand what you're trying to say. I, I think the league really needs to be serious about head injury. Okay. Yeah. Just injuries but, in general. No, but head injuries, you only have of one course. brain. You only have one brain, right? And we've seen, <laughs> does it do all your thinking? The other one? No. Um, <laughs> It, fuck it. I know my head is gone. No, you have two heads, but one brain. I get what you mean. Yeah. Okay. Um, you have one brain, man. Like, I don't know. You, you gotta, you gotta do a better job protecting these people. Cause you never know what could happen. Like when Tavares got hit. Okay. I'm, I'm a Habs fan and I fucking cringed when I saw it. I think every Habs yeah. fan cringed when you yeah. saw him go down and you saw him sort of like roll his eyes back a little bit. It was like, Holy moly, what the hell happened? Right. You don't know what's happening underneath that that skull. You don't know if, if he's bleeding internally. Something's happening. You could kill a guy. You know, like this in Tavares's case, that was a mistake. But this was a, a voluntary hit. You know, he was trying to make a statement. I guess the statement was, "You're going to win, but we're going to make sure you're scared to, to to get to the net next time." Yeah. Meanwhile, he could have fucking ended his career. Could have ended his life. And, yeah. and I think that's Could've, you yeah. know, you know, I, I, I think we have to. The NHL has to start taking this seriously do you what do you want to do you didn't see this shit in the 70s man i I talked to my dad about the hockey in the 70s and he's like nobody hit anyone in the head you know don cherry talks about he's an old fart but he talks about that because no one wore helmets and had some sort of a code they respected each other now it's like fuck the head is like open season what is going on yeah yeah no I i get what you mean definitely they do 
and it's going to take something like crazy, like someone dying for them. To uh, let's, open why does it have to get to that point? Yeah, I know. Why does I, it have to get to that point? It's stupid. You're right. Um, and I'll be like before we'll get off this, but yeah, this this kind of reminded me of like that Lars Eller a couple years ago when we were in the playoffs, man. It, and like, I really hope that this doesn't deflate the hat because that series really got we got deflated. And Lars Eller was having a pretty good season at the end of the season there, and he was doing really well for us. And he took that kind of it was like a suicide pass. Remember to uh, forget the guy's name. You remember? You know what play I'm talking about, right? Yeah, when yeah. Mark yeah. thought. No, it wasn't my thought. It was another guy fucking with a G or some shit. And the walrus was blaming. Griba? Griba? Griba. Yeah. Griba, Griba. Eric Griba. From Diaz. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Rafael Diaz. And fucking, uh, what's the player 61 or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Who's that guy? Uh, yeah, are there ex-coach with the fucking mustache? Uh, Murray? No, it wasn't Murray. It was the guy. Remember the guy with the weird fucking, the walrus? They called him the uh, walrus. Fuck. I just call him the walrus. Remember he, had walrus. A doppel- remember he had a doppelganger, too, who used to show up to the games? Uh, <laughs> What's his name? Tusker Nini. I forget. I can't man. remember. You see anybody on the feed saying it? No, no nobody's <laughs> saying it. Um, And another thing that I really want to talk about is, look at who the player of fucking safety is. George George Paros. fucking Peros. Malaka. Like, yeah. the guy's got his head fucking knocked off so many times yeah. it just doesn't make sense to me how can you have a guy that was an absolute goon the entire his entire his entire career it should be a guy like paul korea like somebody who's like yeah went through the went through the head injuries too like jenny you know, brought up a good a good player as well a good person carrie frazier former ref obviously he probably yeah. doesn't want to do it he retired from the game yeah he's chilling but bro someone that's objective like that is willing is is not biased towards any side of being a goon or not yeah someone that has no allegiance allegiances to any team like <coughs> colin campbell let's <coughs> let's wrap that up um let's let's end here with uh we're not going to do around the league let's do some uh let's have some fun and with that you guys just to get to sit back and enjoy this is the weird sport edition of Let's Have Some Fun, and I'm going to just uh, give you guys five weird sports that I just discovered, and I hope you guys like them, and you guys can make your comments on them. First one, close to home, underwater hockey. Underwater hockey was actually invented in England back in 1954. The rules are very similar to regular hockey. Uh, two teams of six having to push a puck along the floor of a swimming pool. <laughs> At least there won't be high-speed <laughs> contact. So, yeah, probably not too many dangerous hits there. Unless someone cannonball um, someone or something. But they say from a spectator's point of view, the gameplay is rather frantic because players from both teams have to regularly, regularly surface for air. <laughs> oh, my God. They do this underwater? <laughs> yeah, they do buddy, it underwater. Imagine Buddy has a puck, has the puck, he's going for a goal, and he's like... Break away. <laughs> Goes back down. <laughs> breakaway. Bail out on the breakaway to get some air. Oh, yeah. man. So, yeah. Underwater hockey. Pretty good. Would you guys give it a, give it a go? I'd no. give it a go. My lungs are horrendous, but yeah, I'd give it a go. Yeah, I would suck. <laughs> I almost you drowned. You can't even swim. I almost drowned a couple times. Um, this one is pretty cool, man. This one's funny but cool. It's chess boxing. So, it's a perfect... 
combination of brains and brawn. So checks, uh, chess boxing is fought over 11 rounds. So you alternate between three minutes of boxing and then three minutes of speed chess. And <laughs> what happens if you get knocked the fuck out? Oh, so, yeah. They say <laughs> a player can only win by getting knocked out or checkmate. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, let's play that. <laughs> and you go between. I want to play insane. that. <laughs> Only like in England or something like that they come up with games like that. But that's crazy. Uh, this one's pretty good. Shin kicking. Obviously, the aim of the game is to kick your opponent in the shin. <laughs> so How do you they, win? So you have to make the other person fall over. <laughs> um, but they say to prevent a bloody and bruised shins, participants are allowed to stuff hay down their trousers to help soften the blow. So that's the only thing you can shove down your pants is hey. 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 Uh, four, wife carrying. Male contestants must race 253 meters, the length of almost three football pitches with their wives strapped to their back. Wife carrying. No? Does one affect this fate? No? Uh, <laughs> that's an actual sport? It's <laughs> a and this one's this one's pretty like chill sauna world championship so six men and women would sit in specific positions of a sauna with a starting temperature of 110 degrees the aim is to simply remain in the sauna for as long as possible so the last person remaining is victorious every 30 seconds half a pint of water is poured on the stove to holy fuck to increase the temperature so yeah last woman or last person standing in the sauna. i'd lose I'm sweating like at like a hundred. So which I'll one? Which one? You got, which one of these games do you want to try? Which one will you never try? I'm never trying the sauna one because I'll probably pass the fuck out. Um, yeah, same. The wife carrying one, I think I could do that. I'll carry Amanda. Oh, uh, I can carry Linda, no problem. Yeah, you you'd fucking smash it. Um, There's got to be weight then, classes though, like for for this, like no, like I have no idea. It has to be, and I'm not trying. I don't know. To, like, you... I'm not shaming women and stuff. I'm just saying, like, there has to be like a weight class, right? Because you, if you're carrying less, or maybe weight... there's like um, like a weight differential between the two. Yeah, like there has to be. Yeah, like because come on, you know what I mean? You carry 150 pounds compared to 180 pounds or whatever. Like that makes a difference. 30 pounds, right? So there has to be some sort of. It has to be like a fluctuation weight here. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> it. You see what a triple. <laughs> See what Triple M just said? I wanted to do the wife carrying because I could carry Vinny easily. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> could, yo, did uh, you see? Did I want to see chess boxing. Chess yeah. boxing, too. What are you saying, Vin? Did you see uh, Caulfield against, uh, what's the guy, six foot seven Stanley. defenseman? Stanley. Stanley? Uh, literally, like that, that would be me standing next to the guy. That's, that's, you, and, guys. that's you and Darth. That's me and Darth. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'd love to watch a game of underwater hockey because, like they say, it's just like, <gasps> people. <laughs> I, think, I think what they should do is they should do, you remember Free Willy, how people used to go underneath and see all the whales? Like yeah. underneath, and you could see through the glass. They should have that. Like people are around the actual the the water or the pool, and you can see through the walls of the yeah, pool and see still, them play. Even if you're still seeing that, like the guys are still going up and down. Up and down. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's still probably like funny to watch, right? I could do it. It's really Chess all about boxing, having, I think like, I would the win. guys you would draft are guys who can hold their breath the longest, right? Like that's who you want. Yeah. But what if they're terrible hockey players? 
Uh, their legs must be nice underwater. Like really? Like come on, the fucking you don't like you can't have even my hands will you know be okay in a freaking swimming pool. Okay, so Beth just brought up an absolutely fantastic sport, and I actually watched this for the little like the first little while in during the pandemic, and I think I sent it to you too, Lewis. Marble racing. Yeah, oh, yeah, Marvel yeah, 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 that was bro, the pandemic. I fucking love that shit. I used yeah. to rock. I used to watch fucking Marble Racing all the time. The Marble Olympics? Did you ever see the Marble Olympics? <laughs> Yo, that yeah. it was. Yeah, it was. It was. Fantastic. The Marble time, Olympics. Yeah, I never saw that. Amanda oh, showed. Amanda walked walked in on me uh, watching it, and she was like, "What the fuck are you watching?" And I showed her on. Uh, I like I screen. I mirrored the my phone to her to the TV, and she was dying she's like yeah. you're fucked it was rough it was tough tough times yeah you know, no sports yeah. when there was no was sports tough. it was rough i had to fucking resort to marble racing guys <clears throat> marble racing all right boys dark let's, time uh, let's finish out the show here with uh Vinny's, uh tweets or Vinny's mother tweets, tweets of, the, of week. the week let's do it and here we go Perfect. Okay, so we start with um, TSN 1200. They wrote a tweet because they've been so irrelevant for so many years. They needed something to actually get some traffic on their fucking site, bro. What percentage of blame does Jake Evans take for that hit, bro? Zero, fifty, or hundred percent? What kind of a question is that, bro? What are you smoking? But seriously, and you have the you, 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 what do you what do you do? What are you trying to prove? Your shock jocks all of a sudden. You're Ottawa. You're Ottawa. You close bars at nine o'clock. You eat fucking <laughs> beaver tails. What the fuck are you trying to prove, bro? Beaver tails are good. True. <laughs> all right. So uh, we have a, a tweet from uh, at uh, Ari Biomidalik. I guess that's how you say it. It's Russian, Mydalik. Mydalik. He's got a gif of uh, Pablo uh, Escobar, you know, Matthews, basically. Lead fans waiting for the Habs loss to start tweeting. And then you see him on his fucking fucking swing going like this. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry to say this, but they've been tweeting all day today. So, yeah, it's not going to happen. Girl Lafleur, our favorite Girl Lafleur, she goes obviously uh, very early, but I think this is the first time in months, many many months, that I've seen the Habs play with confidence. They're skating again. Nice to see. Thank you, Toronto. XOXO. I I agree. You know what? If I, with Girl Lafleur, I agree with her. If Montreal somehow does the impossible. It's going to be because Toronto gave them the fucking confidence to do it, bro. Yeah, and then you. we can use that as ammunition, bro. <laughs> Living in the G- GTA is going to be amazing, bro. We can oh, see yeah. it everywhere we go. I can walk anywhere and go. But we won the cup because of you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, King Carey Price, uh, Mikael Hab says, Old Dog is so salty, Habs beat the least. LMAO. Bro, old dog, bro. He's salty because he eats too many pork rinds, bro. Okay? High in fucking sodium. That's the problem. Alright? Stop eating salty foods, bro. That's that's all it is. But you know what? 
This is the way it is with that fucking network. They cry, they cry, they cry, bro. Wait, what do you do? You, do you have fucking thongs with leaf, leaf fucking? People, uh, <laughs> you said on the crotch. He's not. He looks like a pork rind. Fuck. Go on the. Let's just spit my water back out. This okay. fuck. Oh, All right. So the ho the hockey dummies, they um, they retweeted that stupid idiot Avery. John Avery, and they asked, what are, what's your take? What do you say? Okay, so guys, I, I love you guys, Steve and, and Pats, but what are you trying to say with this? Are you trying to get Leafs Nation behind you to say that this was an actual dirty play? Bro, you and your mother and your grandmother knows that it was not a dirty play. I don't know what you're trying to do, bro. I don't understand it, but what kind of a question is that? No, if you ask Leafs fans, if, if, if fucking... Shane Weber sneezed on someone, that's a dirty play. <laughs> you guys are ridiculous, bro. Alright, one more. I think I have another one. Alright, so this is from Mike Vini. He says, uh, Breaking, Canadians captain Shay Weber has been suspended for the remainder of uh, the second round for yelling profanities at victim Mark Shifley. Shifley is resting at home and will be available for game two following a phone ca counseling session with the Department of Player Safety. Bro, oh, that's that. a that is a good tweet. That's exactly what I thought was gonna happen, bro. So I, I gotta give it to Mike Vini on that one. That's Vincenzo's Madon, the tweets of the week. I'm fantastic, fired up. Fantastic, fantastic, fantastic. Vinny, you right. made me spit my you made me backwash yeah. my water. That was good. For those Pork that are rind. not Jeff O'Neill that are not available on Twitter or Twitch. <laughs> It was good. Uh, pork rinds. So, what do you guys think? If uh, should I get the handlebars going too here, boys? If uh, to be honest, I'm kind of upset that uh, it hasn't caught enough wind. Like I thought we were getting a lot more guys. You know, one question on the Did you notice that like, there's not too many like beards going? Eh? You notice that we have 17 year old playing. Like we have <laughs> Cole Caulfield who just turned 19 four minutes ago. We have like all our guys are small. <laughs> They barely got fucking hair on their balls. Okay, fine. I got you. All right, boys. I still think there needs to be a couple more uh, gents helping. helping I got to go because my wife is waiting for me. And she, okay. loves, she loves me very much. Yeah, okay. She can't wait to hang out with me. She's probably smoking hookah by herself. <laughs> She's going to be upset that you're back. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but yeah, boys, I think it was a great show. Mm -hmm. Happy to Thought be back. So as well. Yeah. I'll try, I'll, try, I'll try never to leave you again. But Jenny, says now I know. Jenny says she's working on the handlebars. <laughs> Love to see it. Um, <laughs> Jenny. Um, I won't make my mind go where it wants to go right now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, Jesus. come on. She doesn't grow hair on her face. Oh, my God. Jesus. Sorry, Jenny. Hello, Wisconsin. <laughs> uh, okay. Boy. <laughs> Great show. Love you guys. Um, Oh, go Habs, go. Yes. Habs, go. I listen, and before I go, I just want to say I hope that it stays clean. Like, play within the rules. Let's get out there. Let's beat these guys. Let's, but let's be fucking, you know, physical, but within the rules. I don't want it to turn into a dirty series. That's Bro, pr predictions, predictions. I don't no. want to predict. Let's just, I'm not giving predictions. We didn't give predictions speak. last series. Yeah, so, yeah. okay. Um, right, so, yeah. So, for those that uh, aren't aware, all three of us are on one of Dean Blundell's uh, playoff pricks. We're on uh, sporadically. I'm on tomorrow, and I'll be on Sunday. Yeah, you're with me on Sunday. I'll and be then, there yeah, we'll, we'll be there on Sunday. And then, yeah, 
Lewis, you can't just fucking show up, eh? You got to, like, reply to the emails. Sorry, man. I've been busy, man. You're my my representation. I don't get paid for that. (laughs) Don't worry. You're a fucking lawyer. Once I sell my health, but I'm going to give you a good (laughs) 0.00001%, pal. Okay? Solid. Love it. All right. Love to see it. Love to see it. All right. And also go to DeanBlendell.com. Check out all the content, all the podcasts. Um, go listen to uh, our boys, the, the, <laughs> the hockey dummies. <laughs> hockey dummies. I'm sure there's. Actually, I'm sure they got all kinds of PGA tour news going on. Yeah, it's Tiger coming back. Some shit like that. So, <laughs> and then shout out to our boys, uh, the Leafs fan cast. They lost the bet with me. For those that did not watch the other their podcast, I made a bet with Danny Mags uh, at the beginning of the Leafs versus Habs series. The loser had to show up on the other teams, on the other people's podcasts, wearing a Habs jersey or a Leafs jersey. So, and they also had to change their name, their podcast name, until the end of the playoffs. So, yeah, that was a big bet. They lost. They're now the Habs fan cast instead of the Leafs <laughs> fan cast. And yeah, I got to drop off Danny Meg's a, a jersey He's so a he can beauty. wear it. He's a beauty. Lo- love those guys. And yeah, yeah. tune in, tune into the Habs fan cast for all your golf news. They got everything. <laughs> they got everything. I think the match is coming up, right? The match yes. is uh, DeChambeau and uh, whatever. Go to the go to the Habs fan cast and they'll give you all the info you need. Uh, yeah. So uh, that's other than got. that, that's all we got. That's all we got. See, See y'all, y'all later. <laughs> Bye, have a great time.